everyone. Welcome to episode 108 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. And I'm Ryan Allen. Oh, Ryan Allen. We're here with Ryan Allen. Almost sounds like Ryan Adams. Executive chef of Reeds at South Park. Jason, do you want to say something? Um, Very good. He said he wasn't as good looking as Ryan Gosling, but (laughs) I bet to differ. Yeah, he's... He's meeting You're all of our Saint expectations. Anna scholar. Saint Anna scholar. <laughs> Definitely a scholar, but I don't our know. Our new favorite Ryan. <laughs> You're my new two favorite people in life now. <laughs> Jason's awesome. high off of a Panthers win. Yeah, the Panthers it was the I think the one of the weirdest and longest Panthers games. This is the Jaguars game. You'll be hearing this next week. This will be Old we'll, news. Yeah, we're playing Tampa in London next week. But yeah, it was a crazy game. I got here right at five, right potting with it really dictates his mood ryan so we're, we're <laughs> hey it happy. dictates a lot of people's mood i mean no, i watched I, the end of it i'm a lot happier too no i'm not i'm not that guy uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, wow. you don't get mad you just get really sad when they lose yeah depressed. allegedly yeah, yeah allegedly. <laughs> some might say all right so Enough about me though let's, chef let's allen talk about Yvonne. no <laughs> <laughs> chef allen's from valdosta valdosta chef ryan allen. okay let's let's start with the unpretentious palate. I want to start with Valdosta. I want to start Valdosta with the or Valdosta? Valdosta. That's how I say it. I don't know, but Valdosta is how I say it. So. Wait, did I say it right or did Jason? I think you said it right. Okay. I think right. you said it a little differently. Okay. Yeah. You, you said Valdosta. But I'm bad with vowels to begin with, so. I, I mean, just, because that's Georgia. That is the bottom of Georgia. Like right That's like near right Jackson, on Florida though. line. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking right about how there's nothing there. There's nothing. There's no, like, it's all chains. There's no good food. There is non-existent. Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's were the go-to. That was about <laughs> the extent of my culinary journey so, through Valdosta. So how? So well, I guess we can talk about unpretentious palate. What I liked about the unpretentious palate dinner, I'd never been to one of these, was you did five dishes, and each of the dishes represented a different part of your life, which I thought was very cool because you got to kind of learn about you. Yes. Uh, that was, I mean, obviously my first time working with them. But it was really cool to do that kind of a dinner because um, a lot of times we do dinners and it's kind of more about what we're pairing it with or what the function is. But it was cool to do something and be like, hey, this is me. This is unbiased. This is what I like, what I've grown up on. So it was cool to do that and kind of tell my story through food. So And, and the first dish was childhood. Uh, it like I kind of played on her thing a little bit, but it was childhood, but I kind of mixed or it was... um. Overall, I think maybe. I want to say it was my life, like, overall kind of, I think, was the first one because that was the pate with the cilantro waffle. But I kind of did it as, like, I grew up eating only Eggo waffles. Like, if you ever meet my mom, that's the first thing she's going to say to you. Like, oh, my God, he only ate Eggo waffles his whole (laughs) life. So, like, I did that, and then I ate chicken Let's call her up. Get her on the phone. Now you're trendy because of Stranger Things. She would... (laughs) She would flip. She would be so pumped. She would go on. The whole thing would turn into my mom's podcast. So she would talk about me. Actually, we should do that, and I could just sit back and put her yeah, on. Yeah, you could just relax. She would, she would do it right. way better than I'm going to do it. She's like, let me tell you about these waffles. Yeah. She's a better hype man than I am for yeah. myself. So. But, um, yeah, so that. And uh, I did a pate because I grew up like eat, only eating chicken fingers and whatnot. Mm. So I had to tie it together that way. And then since it was overall, it was kind of like where I'm at now, like try to make it refined and a little bit nicer plating and all that jazz to tie in with 
I couldn't do chicken fingers and just literally Eggo waffles. I had to spin it some way, you know? So, <laughs> it would have been great if you yeah. did, though. And then yeah, all the Asian Don't let influence. the people tell you what to yeah. do. <laughs> well, true statement. True statement. <laughs> we'll get there later in my career. Right now, I'm going to kind of let that dictate a little bit. Like, when I reach a little bit older in life, then I'll worry about that. Then you can just I'll throw chicken that. wings at yeah, people exactly. and be like, this is what I, you came for. I'm good with that. I'm okay. good with that. So you said Asian influences. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously... I worked with Alicia for a while and at Little Spoon and really did a lot. But just even coming up, like when I used to work at Compass Group, I met uh, Martin Yang very early in my career before I ever thought that I was really going to make this a career. And I worked on a uh, like the Chinese food station of Compass Group. So like I just really got into it, like understanding how they do sweet, savory, spicy, sour, all that. And I mean, who doesn't like fried rice and that kind of stuff and sushi and all that so the communists <laughs> true statement very true statement but that's their loss our gain yeah so, yeah but um yeah so that was kind of that dish like i put a lot of asian influence asian ingredients goku shan i like to put in a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so it kind of just tied i guess kind of my whole life together with that dish so i was happy with it so you're so you're growing up in valdosta yes valdosta yes valdosta emphasis valdosta. on the o in there um yeah so you just said all they have is Chick-fil-A and Zaxby's. How'd you get into food? Um, I think how I kind of got into food is, I mean, my dad, we had, I mean, I wouldn't call it a garden. It was pretty much a farm that he got to do all the cool, like riding the tractor and all that kind of stuff. And I was like the potato picker and all that kind of stuff. And like, I didn't like it at all. I hated it. We raised hogs, did all that. That was cool. I like feeding the hogs. That was fun. And then his did friends. Did you name them all? Um, probably, but I couldn't tell you. Did like, you sell I, them, or did you guys? No, we ate them. Eat them like, all so, of them for you like, guys. Like we okay. kind of got attached, but it, like we knew what was going on. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna have bacon out of you. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> nice even to as meet a little you, but... kid, like I understood it, and like <laughs> yeah. my dad was there to show me the whole process and all that. So to me, it wasn't kind of weird. I mean, it is what it is. But um, so we had all that, and like his friends did sugar cane every year, so we grind sugar cane. So I was always around it. I guess with my grandfather, like me and him, the only thing we really had in common or the times we spent together was like watching Justin Wilson and stuff like that on PBS and whatnot. So I think the older I got, like he was in the Air Force, like pretty much my uncle was in the Air Force, my other uncle, airplane. So only me and him kind of related with the food shows and whatnot. So I think that kind of helped me. And then also wrestling. And not being able to eat, I took home at Like, I took as much home at classes as I could. I don't know if it was more around being around food since I couldn't eat it or trying to be in the class with all the girls in it, which really didn't <laughs> so have you that were many girls in it. in wrestling and you have to, like, make the weight. Exactly. So, you, so or, I pretty much ate egg in? whites and apples. I was 145 pretty much all through high school and whatnot. Okay. So, oh, me too. Did you have to, like, sweat out oh, yeah. and, like, do crazy oh, yeah. things? All the shave? Things, like, yeah, what's the craziest thing you had to do to get on your weight? Uh, I mean, there were some times where, like, we'd cut, like, 10, 15 pounds, like, double trash bags. And, like, granted, this is South Georgia. like Double trash a, bags. Yeah. And we're in a room with heaters, so it's already, you mean like. it's coming out of both ends? Yeah, well, no, not on feet. Just double to make sure just it's like, really. Just, really oh. like, really. tops. Like, you put a hole in the top. You're not, like, throwing up. You're just no, sweating. Okay, no, that's no, what you're I sweating. I got it. And then you put on, like. An Under Armour shirt with another shirt and a long sleeve oh shirt and then God. like a hoodie and you got sweatpants on and 
I mean, you lose a lot of weight, and then you don't eat for two days. And, and then how do you go wrestle after that? Like, I don't feel like you're going to pass out. Well, yeah, you do. <laughs> it's <laughs> you just, just your, it's just your pure anger of not being able to eat for so long that makes you keep doing it. This sounds like what a healthy sport. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A, I mean, people do it the right way. I did not do it the right way. Like, I was the guy that, like, drank soda all week and did all that. And then, like, on Thursday when I had to weigh in Saturday, like, I was like, all right, I'll just sweat it all out. And then there was other people that were like, Get on a diet, like eat healthy, and I was like, no, Fuck them. like um, yeah, exactly. So like, when I'm you could eat, eat I go again, would you go to Zaxby's or Chick Fil A? Oh, we go to Chick Fil A because it was right okay. there at the concession stands. So like oh. every tournament had Chick Fil A. So like as soon as you weighed in, it was like a mad dash to get chicken <laughs> biscuits before they ran out. Like that was the thing. <laughs> so, so then you took you, home. Act wait, too, so you but too. you weighed in, and then how long did you have till your match? Uh, well, since I was like 145, like a couple hours, so you enough just, time to just let it mess you completely up and yeah. get it out of your system. <laughs> so you could then, be like up to 148. Yeah, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you kept winning, the downside of winning in wrestling is you had to wait longer to weigh in. Cause if you went to the second day, then you had to weigh in again. No. Now, granted, I guess my connection with food came is I never really cared. Like I was okay with third and fourth place the whole time and like never was really mad if i didn't make the second day because i didn't have to weigh in i could just party the second day and like eat whatever i want and like hang out with my friends the few times that i did do good and like when i was like oh man i gotta like do this one more day <laughs> so overrated. maybe all that like tied into it now that i've actually sat down and thought about it but have yeah. you thought about weighing your chef set every day no, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. I've gained so much weight since I've moved to North Carolina <laughs> and just kind of like gave up on working out that I would never make anyone stand on a scale. It's like I don't getting married. Do it. yeah, you just yeah. give up on life and gain yeah. weight. Yeah, no, yeah. Once I, like, well, through Johnson & Wells, <laughs> I did good. <laughs> Get ready, Jason. <laughs> We've almost been married. How many days is it? Well, it's like what he's saying, through Johnson & Wells, but eventually yeah, your, yeah. your willpower I mean, I made is going to I made it a strong, yeah. like, like I'll make it year and a half, two years, and then yeah. like I gave it a week up. Up, and like, then like started drinking food. beer and i was like yeah screw this working yeah. out thing like i'm just gonna hard. not do anything yeah i mean i skateboarded i stay active i play disc golf now but i'm not ever gonna work out again really so i'm gonna go back to the home ex i'm always fascinated by that because i've only seen it in tv shows my high school did not have no, we a proper home, home ec. i know you've told me that too but i'm always really interested so did you really like well, bake cakes and all the girls are in there and it's like well a- middle school it was like real old school home ec. Like we learned how to sew, like we learned how wow. to do all that. Yeah, well, that's I only took was. one of those. Like I was like, okay, this is obviously not what I want to do. And then high school it was more just straight on like cooking. I had one teacher, Miss Terry, she was like great. She was awesome, but she was more of kinda like we watched like Julie Childs and did things like that. And like she taught us about recipes and kinda like how to make like cakes and stuff like that. And then I had another teacher, Miss Beasley which I took like four or five of her classes and like she started like a cooking like team and all that. Like she was really in it. She brought Johnson and Wells in and all that kind of stuff. So Miss Beasley was the one that like kind of pushed me into it. She got me on the cooking team my last year after wrestling season was over because I didn't want to get made fun of during my last wrestling season (laughs) for being on a cooking team. But, um, and we did really well and I was like, kind of halfway decent at it like other than forgetting the dc jalapenos like i was all right almost kill somebody (laughs) yeah yeah one of the judges because we won like the regionals and then we went to or areas and then we went to regionals something like that the second process and that's when we failed because i didn't dc the jalapeno and the lady was like it was just way too spicy i was like okay 
Should have been like, I you mean, can't handle it. It's on yeah, you, yeah, exactly. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Jalapenos are pretty spicy yeah, sometimes. It's like they're they're in a range from one to ten. You never know what you're gonna get. So, so she encouraged you to go to culinary school. Well, after. her and my mom pretty much just like signed me up for it. Like I just walked into class one day, and um, my mom was a school teacher as well, still is. And uh, I walked into class, and she was kind of talking to me about it. And she was like, well, you going to college? And I was like, no, I'm not taking ASAT. Like, I'll probably just either work at the golf course still or do something like that. And then she was like, well, if you could go to college, would you go? And I was like, yeah, I'll do anything to get out of Valdosta. And she was like, all right, well, you got to step to the Johnson & Wells. Do you want to go? I was like, sweet. She was like, two weeks after graduation, like, you're out. And that was the end of it. Like, it was two weeks of, like, me being like, all right, guys, like, I'm out. And that was it. Like, I and left. was that the Charlotte campus? Or was yeah. That? I moved here 2004 for the Charlotte campus. So we're all the yeah. same age then. You're like, you're yep. 33? Exactly. 33. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. 32, yeah. so okay. back off. For it's another okay. week. It's all still the same. <laughs> it's okay. No, I don't know anything about September 33. of 1986. <laughs> I'm sure it was great, though. Yeah, it was a blast. Yeah, you totally missed out on yeah. so many things that I can't even remember. <laughs> it was just too much fun. I can't remember everything that happened. But that was right when the Johnson Wells campus had opened. That right? was the first year, oh. yeah. That was first year. Oh, so year. everything was shiny and new. Oh, everything was shiny and unorganized and just <laughs> awesome. It was great. <laughs> They didn't know how to control us. It was actually pretty good because we really couldn't get in a lot of trouble because we were all figuring it out together. And there was, like, nothing uptown at the time. Yeah, no, not at all. It was not, like, my best, like, hey, I'm moving from a small town. I'm going to a big city, and then I dropped in. I think I looked at my mom when we pulled up, and I was like, no. I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, so it's, it's not the Charlotte I've dreamed of. It's 100 of. kids. Like, there's nothing here. Like, when <laughs> yeah. I started doing orientation... Because, like, my whole thing about Charlotte is, Charlotte is, like, when we would go see my grandma in New York, we always drove by. And I was like, that looks so awesome. That looks cool. Like, want to go there one day? Because that was, like, the big city that was close to my family and whatnot. Then when we started doing orientations, I was like, there's nothing here. Like, there was nothing uptown when you're when they're showing you around. And, I mean, over the years, it's gotten good. But, yeah, yeah 2004, brand new school. Just 17 years old. Here you go. Here's Charlotte. And so you what, lived in the dorms? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I lived in the dorms the first year, which Hell were yeah. awesome and nice. Because, like, my other friends, when I went and visit them, like, it was horrible living in those dorms. But, like, we had, like, four roommates, two rooms, two per room, and then we shared a bathroom. So it was, like, yeah. nice. It was great. It was perfect. Like, great college experience on that level. Because I wouldn't have wanted to share that with, like, all those other people. Like the so schools what were the restaurants that people wanted to work in back then in Charlotte? Oh, man. Um, a lot of people worked at something classic catering. Mm. But restaurant-wise, I think it was like Blue was like a hot spot yeah. back yeah. then because that was uptown. Um, trying to even think of all these things. A lot of people went to like Ruth Chris, things like that. The Marriott, the hotel up there, a lot of people went to. I tried as hard as I could to work at Little Village Grill when they opened up because, like, me and my friend would just skateboard right there all the time on that little, like, underpass. we skate there, and, like, we were always like, yeah, we'll come work for you. Sadly, they weren't, like, busy enough at the time to get us, which I'm super happy that they're, like, crushing the game right now. But uh, that was the place that I wanted to work at because they were just awesome people, and I was like, man, I love it. We ate Philly cheesesteaks there, like, every day. Other than that, I mean, I guess like Sullivan's and the, like those kind of places, yeah. but there really wasn't too many places like there are now where like, and I really wasn't connected with cooking yet my first year. Like I was like just here to hang out and 
skateboard and do all the things that my mom told me I couldn't do before in life. Yeah, of course. So I wasn't as... That's what you're I supposed to do the first year of college. Yeah, exactly. It's freshman yeah, year. It was great. And then I got kicked out for academic probation, and that was not awesome. So well, that's yeah, pretty yeah. typical, too. That's the point where you're like, okay, fun's over. Like, no, yeah, graduated on down. Dean's <laughs> list, though. I did graduate on oh, Dean's turned list. turned it around. So. Yeah, turned yeah. it Who's around. Who's Dean? I don't know, just some guy that <laughs> made up have a list, I guess. Who Dean is this Smith? Dean? I don't know. Yeah. Is it the same Dean See, Yvonne one? had a boyfriend the whole time in college, and she really missed out. Yeah, but I went off the rails in high school. I had, like, a similar... But, like, you know, I saw I had the same thing. Everyone goes earlier. off the rails at some point. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. It's I mean, happen. I pretty much dated one person all through kind of the end of the first year and then my second year. Well, I had an extra month, too, because I the kick out thing so i mean i pretty much did too but i don't think i missed out i wasn't I mean, in a dorm that was the thing so i was like in an apartment well i mean time. going to johnson the wells you i would kind of think that i miss out on a college yeah. experience to a certain extent from like going to visit my friends at maryland university and things not like, like that. a clemson situation exactly but Which i was kind of like cool. a big cult i was kind of cool with it because you were connected with everyone a little bit better I mean, it was still kind of clicky and, like, had its things, but it wasn't what I would compare, like, if you went to, like, a huge school and had, like, all the frats and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I'm happy about that. Didn't have to compete with frats or anything. So Do you think you learned a lot and it was worthwhile to go? I did, for sure. Like, I mean, I knew nothing. Like, I didn't know how to cut a pepper correct. Like, I didn't. We were in product identification class, and, like, Chef Lanusa was like, hey, we're going to taste truffles tomorrow. And I was like, yes, I love chocolate. <laughs> and, like, that was my extent of, like, culinary knowledge at that point. So, to me, like, it was really awesome. Like, Did I learned a lot. Did you guys really just, like, shave truffles and, like, put them on your tongue? Oh, yeah. You had to do everything. Like, we had to taste uh-huh. olive oils. Like, all like yeah. you just literally sat there and had to be able to go to a walk-in and, like, pull all these things out that I had never heard of ever in my life. And you tasted them and did all that. And. It was a pretty cool class. That was a fun class to go through. And that helped me out a lot because, like, even my first couple of jobs while I was at school, like, I would always bring out the parsley instead of the cilantro. So that was me. But um, that class was really awesome, um, world cuisine and all that. I was just bummed when I found out we had academics. That's kind of when I, like, shut <sighs> down. So I you have to take math and science. Exactly. That's the worst. Yes, and I'm not good at those You're like, I came all. for culinary school. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I was like... You told me that we were going to cook and I would never have school on Friday. So that's yeah. why I'm sitting here. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm having to do these other things that I hated. So that Was it like sh- an easier math? Like I know for me, they let me take like, it was literally called math for the liberal arts student. Math for the retards? <laughs> Pretty <What>? much. <laughs> it, yes, that's what I took. But my math skills are slim to none. So Not like the actual it was actually, people, I had to take classes like that I was like, did through high school, but didn't do well at. So I wasn't doing well at them. Once again, and then everyone else is. This is so easy, and I was like, "All right, slide your paper over there." Yeah. I'm like, let me copy. Share this. the wealth. Like, let's just keep me in school. Was it so like? Get was it like cooking. basic? Oh yeah, it was like, like basic, like algebra. No, not, it's addition. not addition. I mean, wow. I'm from South Georgia, but I'm a little bit better than basic addiction. Addiction. Well, addition. algebra gets me, man. That's where I'm. Anything more than multiplication. You put an really. X, you put the not in a number in there, and it gets confusing. Yeah. What's that not number doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why they had to put letters and numbers together. Like, I don't that get was it. Just, yeah. Nah. I don't get it. Got no. cosines. The and they always tell geometry. you, they're like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to walk around with a calculator every day. And it's like, ha-ha. Yeah, well, yeah that was the biggest yeah. lie we were all told. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's. You know what? We should invent a time machine just to go back and tell our teachers what they screwed up on. All Jason really likes find, math. You just got to find a flux capacitor, man. 
Yeah. <laughs> we already got the car. We just don't have the piece for it. Yeah. All know? we have to do is just, That's it. we're halfway there. Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. Come on, man. Let's make yeah. a flex capacitor. Get already. on it. Sleep, I mean, sleep even less. Elon, get us uh, this. Oh, man. Okay. What was your first job that involved cooking? My first job that involved cooking was tour catering. At So I met a lady in my class, Melissa. She ran the tour catering spot up at PNC. So pretty much we cooked for like all the bands, like the artists and the roadies and all Ooh. that. It took me like a couple months to like persuade her. My friends got in before I did, and then I think they kind of like shooed her into like allowing me to do it. And um, so I did that for pretty much my whole time at Johnson. Who was the coolest artist you met? Yeah. The coolest, um, not musician wise, but I freaked out over Rick Thorne, BMX skater. Or a BMX um, bicycle dude um, that could remove his teeth and all that. Oh, so that was my biggest thing. Like, Vans Warped Tour, like, I saw him. And, like, we never talked to anyone. I didn't really ever care to talk to any of them, really. I'm just not, like, I don't keep up with famous people like that. Like, most bands, I can't even name who does what. But um, I saw him, and I was like, I literally looked down and was like, holy shit, you're the coolest person here. And that was all I said, because he was, like, with a bunch of people Long story short, I went, cleaned up at the end of the night, and he came back to actually talk to me because I didn't bother him and, like, dropped me off a swag bag of, like, all kinds of, like, his stuff, monster stuff, and obviously I was working, so I didn't get to meet him. But he was the probably the biggest person I freaked out on. That is the nicest like, thing. Yeah. yeah he, he, like, made cool. his day, and he wanted to, like, oh, oh yeah. something now, nice Now, obviously, for you. I mean, I was, like, super pumped up about, like, working Tim McGraw and Faith Hill because I had a crush on Faith Hill my oh, whole wow. life. But, like... I never really got to the point. Up, oh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack from WWE. He, I had to do coffee at the end of one of those, like SmackDown or something like that. And I was like, this is stupid. Like, are these dudes really going to ask me for like an espresso at? Yeah, like, do they o'clock? want coffee? No, they didn't at all, but yeah, someone okay. had to be there. Because someone in one of the writers was like, coffee bar. People just threw things in. I was going to ask like, you about these seriously. writers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, people would just throw things in, like red M&Ms, all red, or like, they really weird would things. do that. It was real. Yeah, just to see if you paid attention. So, like, Shit. I think that's what the coffee bar thing was. But, um, just have Cactus the Jack had a match with Ric Flair. Like, beat the crap out of him, and, like, he came back. Mick Foley is his name now. But uh, came back and sat down next to me, and, like, I just couldn't stand it. Like, I looked at him, and I was like, you're Cactus Jack. And he was like, <laughs> you must be a fan, like a real fan. He was like, because that was, like, at his beginning of his career over in, like, Japan and whatnot. And he just, like, looked at me, and he was like, well, do you want to hold the baseball bat? And I was like, dude, I get to hold the bat with, like, Bob wire on it. And he was wow. like, yeah, just watch out for Ric Flair's blood. You don't know where that's <laughs> been. But, like, yeah, you can hold the bat. And, like, it was those were the two dudes that I freaked out on. Music-wise, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. That's a really cool first job. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. That must have been a hard one to leave. And or like, was it kind of a – was it annoying? Nah, I mean, towards the end of college, like, once we got Brent and, like, all those things and, like, electricity and all that, like, it just wasn't, like – Sometimes you'd have three shows a month. Sometimes you'd have one show a month. And it was good money, but, like, the one show a month was not, like, I just couldn't do not it. Not study enough. So then yeah. I went to Dolce, which is over on East Boulevard. I think it's yeah. still there. Yeah. I've actually never been there. Have you been there, Jason? No. Huh. It's that Italian. Was, yeah. Yes, Italian. So that was, like, my first restaurant job, and it was just, like, nuts. My buddy, Joel... He got me a job there because he was like sous chef or something like that. And I just got stuck on morning like salads. And the guy that was the chef really didn't like let me do anything other than that. 
and I didn't know how to do anything, but I was like, man, I can like cook those muscles for you. Like I've watched you do it enough times over the week that like I can help you. And this guy would just get his ass kicked all day long and like he wouldn't let me do it. So I'd clean my station and just like make my salads and stand there. And the lady called me like two weeks later or got Joel to call me and was like, yeah, dude, like you're fired. I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, she said all you did was just stand here. And I was like, well, I did just stand there because I didn't know what to do. So then I just went to Compass Group. I was like, I'm just going to stay with Compass Group because I was doing them with my internship and all that kind of stuff. But once like I was just a deer in the headlights in the restaurant and like this dude was just like frantic all the time. I was like, I'm not ready for this and like learn my way how to work in the kitchen, how to get speed and do all that stuff in Compass setting. Because, I mean, that was a good environment for me. I didn't know anything. So So Compass Group is like a competitor to Aramark. Yes. So you do like corporate. Yeah, I was at Bites right across from Johnson & Wells. So it was like corporate dining and all that. Like we had different stations, like an American station and like a grill and sandwiches and then a Chinese station, pizza station, that kind of stuff. Catering and things like that too. But it was a lot of processed foods for sure. Opening things out of a bag and putting them into things. A little bit of cutting and whatnot. So from there you go to Little Spoon? Mm. Or is there one in between? I want to know what his rider would be. I went be. to... <laughs> when you're, okay, we'll call her yeah, Okay, hold on. We're, it's Top Chef 2026 yeah. reunion tour. You're, okay. You're busting, like, you, you're super famous. Super and, famous. And you're, you're doing one of these crazy shows, and then, like, you go in the back, and what's your rider? Probably case of pbr okay mm-hmm. bottle of jameson okay mm-hmm. um sour candy oh yeah a toaster eggo waffles <laughs> peanut butter spicy dorito chips you've thought about this sour cream onion <laughs> chips no this is just how basic my life is <laughs> this is like this is what, what you eat this every, is just in a week. my everyday life so this is what would be in it and that's pretty much like it what like, kind I of mean, sour cream and onion just ridges oh lace, lace. gotta be okay. nah, not ridges unless no, i was like have pimento cheese which i guess i mean i'm famous i would throw pimento cheese on there so too. if someone but, like brought out a pringles sour cream and onion, you throw it back in their face and say nah, these are not lace nah, bitches I'm, I'm not that guy like nah i'll take it i'll be like hey thanks man I'll, I'll, no <laughs> i'm cool. very easy nah I'm, I'm you just remember i'll be your manager nah. then and i would not allow that and we'll throw it. Okay. They brought a Pringles well, yeah. out there, and See, someone would be. Yeah, I would have to hire someone to be. I'd, I'd be like, angry. Ryan does not eat Pringles. Yeah, no. Because I would just be like, <laughs> all right, man. Did you read this? Does Ryan look like a man who eats Pringles? <laughs> now, if you've ever got the PBR or Jameson, then I'd be pissed. Like, yeah, there'd yeah be, that's a non-negotiable. There'd be some louder tones but if you just brought pringles I'd this be is like, jack are daniels are you like, fucking kidding me yeah j- see i'd be pissed about that one and then you yeah, nah. smack the bottle on a table we said jameson I think irish get, whiskey like if you smash it like i think throwing would get the point across no i would smash it on the wall so i could get a shard of glass <laughs> and i'd stab it right in there <laughs> well, well, see i'm not trying to <laughs> and I catch say, a charge no, no, you're not, fa- i'm famous i'm not i'm not listen i've got i've got your back and that guy's back is dead Okay, right. you're son. You don't. You if don't I ever fuck. get, dude. You're on. You don't it. fuck with Ryan. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You are hired. I'm hired. When I hit that point in life, I'm coming back for you. Okay, I have a, I have a, um, idea, for a show. Okay. Like this, but instead of in between two ferns, it's in between two puds, 
and I would interview you and ask all these random questions like this. Do you think it would work or no? I think it would. I mean, nowadays, I think anything would work. Not a knock on your <laughs> idea, but um, no, no, I think perfect. it. I think Stop it there. Would anything will work. work. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. I mean, have possible. you seen the crap that comes across TV and the internet nowadays? Yeah, I'm blind. That would actually be yeah. No, you just took two and two ferns and just made it a cute, adorable yeah. little thing. But yeah. you'd have to be like like as vulgar as you could possibly be done because the two pogs pugs would just like make it too cute yeah so we have to it'd like, be a good like, the pugs would be wearing balance. like chain collars too oh like no they'd spikes. have that baseball bat with the yeah with the with blood, yeah, Flair's blood. Yeah. yeah yes that now now you're like so you know he grew up in charlotte like yeah. he was a he's like the charlotte yeah, celebrity he, he is the dude. when i was little yeah. Yeah, he was like his, the one um, guy we had i think his daughter's like wrestling names like charlotte flair or something his like daughter that. wrestles yeah oh wow. yeah yeah i don't know about any How? of this Yep. Could she not? I've yeah, a lot. How, I mean, I she mean, only yeah, she only knew one legacy. thing growing up. Yeah, yeah you kind of got to keep the keep Just the born into going, it, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so before we go to Little Spoon, where do we go? Um, City Tavern, which was just horrible. <laughs> My parents, Wait, my parents love City Tavern, and I don't know why. Isn't that what Reed well, used to be, City Tavern? No. Uh, where I work at now, yes. Yeah. So that's oh, kind of okay. ironic because like, huh. I used to work there. Me and the guy that owned it didn't really see eye to eye the whole time. Because he served shitty food? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to. I don't badmouth people. <laughs> I don't like leave to that, do that. Leave that it to just wasn't, It just wasn't what I was looking for anymore in my time period of life. It was a little bit different. It was a little bit... More quicker pace, turn and burn, just get it out, do what it is. He was, I mean, the location I worked at, we were busy. So it taught me volume and taught me how to work like saute and all that kind of stuff. And it was my introduction to the cutthroat kind of world. And there was some really cutthroat, like just lifelong cooks that are just going to be line cooks their whole lives there that were just miserable people. So it was fun. It was like no one <laughs> gave a fuck about anything you did. You could do whatever you wanted yeah. to do. It was like literally kitchen confidentials like you could smoke in the yes, back you could yeah. do whatever people you wanted like drink like, off the yeah exactly <laughs> oh yeah i had to tell people all the time like yeah before you go out front like yeah. check your nose buddy like <laughs> you might want to just worry about just that. Wipe that you got to go talk to table 11 you might want to yeah. take care check of your that. nose so, buddy but um yeah so i did that for a while because one of my friends from school was the chef there and uh i mean he taught me a lot taught me how to kind of like like i said work all the stations and then my friend kyle biddy worked at reeds and i came there and helped him out so that was my first time i've actually worked for them three times so i worked okay. at reeds helped kyle out for a while and was like okay like they didn't have the wine bar up and going yet so i did sandwiches and deli and helped him out this and all the that one off of selwyn yeah yeah only when they had the selwyn yep. location and then i met the chef at nolan's like oh, pretty yeah. quick into it i think it was like a year i might have been there at selwyn reeds the first time Met him, and then um, one of the cooks that worked at Reed's, Floyd Arnold, that I was really good friends with and kind of is a huge mentor in my life about teaching me recipes and all that. He hooked me up with Stephen Roth, that was a chef at Nolan's, and he was the first dude to give me a shot at being a sous chef. So, like, I jumped right on that and uh-huh. went over there. It was good there. For, yeah, it was awesome. I was there at the heyday, not closed. when it started, like, kind of going off at the yeah. end. Well, once you see, like, all the servers that's worked at a place for, like, 15, 20 years start bouncing, you kind of got to be like, Yeah, right, you know. Everyone's guy, abandoning shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it was great. Like, it was fun. It was really like, good that was my there. first sous chef thing, like, working on specials, getting to do my own kind of food. And then um, Stephen left. I took over as chef. 
And, like, within, I think it was probably, like, six months, I was like, yeah, I'm nowhere near ready for this. Like, because I was going to Passion 8, and, like, I'd help Luca a little bit, Mm -hmm. like, here and there, because I had some friends that worked for him that worked at Nolan's. And, like, I'd go hang out with them. And then when I got there and started working with them, I was like, yeah, I'm nowhere near ready for this. Like, I need to get somewhere where I can, like, learn more and, like, hit the books, continue hitting the books and reading more and all that. So Reed's wanted me to come back because they had just opened the wine bar. And that was kind of, like, going, but they wanted someone to really, like, man it. So I went to that, went back, did that. And that's kind of, like, that was, like, my own little R&D thing. Like, Floyd was, Floyd Arnold was the chef at that point. So I really wanted to go back and work for him. And he kind of gave me the wine bar and just kind of let me run so with it. So small plates at the wine, small different plates, menu. yeah. Okay, because I don't think I ever sat there. Okay. Yep. And that was before, like, the half-price burger nine and all that. Okay. So it was really just literally small plates. I don't even know if we had a burger on there yet at that time. So it was really cool to come back in that environment and just kind of, I mean, I told people it was like an American hibachi grill. Like, it was just me by myself cooking in front of tons of people yeah because it was right out there yeah i mean you're right like yeah you're right there like you're right there at that time like it was cool but then when it got like super busy and like we started doing the half price burger night and all that kind of stuff like that's when it was like just kind of like a shit show back there like because i mean it's a small space and like we're cooking and like people are trying to talk to you so you had to know how to do both of it pretty well and i was good at it because like i'm pretty good at being a sarcastic asshole to people and like making them think that I'm not being, but I'm really that's am taking jabs yeah, at you. Yeah, people like that. Yeah, that's like when you really <laughs> the hit tip the goes pit, up. Like, I've that's, sensed that a lot. Yeah, today. you're really great at customer service when you get to that level. You know, yeah. like you're you like, can I'm jab with, with people. You, but you don't even know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like people would always be like, "How do you do it?" And I'm like, "By not talking to you when I'm in the weeds, like yeah. things like that." But uh, it was really cool. Like I got to network with a lot of people. Like meet a lot of people that were in Charlotte. I mean, everyone that comes in East there is really good at something. You know, like Myers Park is yeah, the top. That's a lot of, of rich so, people. Exactly. <laughs> those are the kind of people you want to network yeah, with exactly. when you're a young chef, like trying to get things going. So it was awesome. I mean, I really loved it. I did that for oh man, I don't know, like three years, I think, and then went to Little Spoon. After did they that. come poach you? Did she just what, walk what across was the no, street? Like, well, I kind of hit my point at that time of like, this is when Lewis came in. So Lewis Donald came in, which you guys did a podcast with. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, you got to get it as soon as he le- got to leave. Yeah. He's too much. <laughs> too he's, much personality, he's, right? He's, he's Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he came on and like my role was starting – I mean, it was inevitable. Like, I was going to have to kind of roll into kind of the role I'm in now, which was a little bit more clipboardy, like more managing and things like that. And I guess I really wasn't ready to give up, like, doing the wine bar every day, doing all that. And, like, I had been going over to hang out with Miles at Little Spoon and just chit-chat with him because he was a really cool dude. And, I mean, I love Miles. He's, like, the nicest dude you'll ever meet in your entire life. So I hung out with him when it did like the test kitchens and ate his food when they were doing that. And it was cool and like when me and Lewis were talking about things and like the direction I was going to move, like I was kind of I would have never made the jump cuz I was comfortable at Reeds and I'm not really good at like making that jump to do something different. Like I'm kind of a creature of habit. I go to the same bar, I eat the same thing. So like I was comfortable, but Lewis kind of helped talk me into like, "Dude, go do it." Like go do your food like go somewhere where you can really put out food that you want to put out for a while and uh 
I cooked for Alicia and them, and it worked. So they weren't fully open at that? like They were open, but Miles had just left and went to uh, do Johnson & Wells road running, where, like, you go out and, like, talk to students and stuff like that. So he had just left, and he actually came and talked to me and was like, dude, you'd be perfect for this because I'm a huge hip-hop fan and all that, and, like, it was my kind of vibe. And me and Miles had a good relationship. Like, I'd go over there, eat breakfast, talk to him, and he kind of was like, dude, you should try for this. Like, you need to do it. He came over, ate at the wine bar every now and then. So he kind of got me into it, and then with the food that they were doing, I was like, yeah, I want to try to do that level. Because at Reed's, I was trying to reach that level, but I really wasn't that, like, particular about plating and things like that yet. I was still a little sloppy around, like, the edges of plating and things like that. So I was like, why not, like, just jump into it, you know? This was, like, okay. the heyday of Little talk, Spoon. Talk yes. about, talk about the dish a, that yeah. you served to show off your talents. So I can't remember the whole dinner, but the dish that I like to think that kind of like showed that I would tie into like the brand of Little Spoon and all that was um it was like a very russet tomato ragu like local veg just Mm. cooked in crushed tomatoes with basil and then I did fried sardines on top and I pitched it as like Biggie Smalls like last meal because he wrote the verse remember when I used to eat sardines for dinner so I was like okay like if he once he became rich, like, if he was still going to eat sardines to, like, have nostalgia and, like, remember his past, like, how would he do it? So I was like, this is New York, like, Italian. So I took, like, rustic and tried to make it, like, a little bit nicer and, like, plated it really well. And, like, it was a hit. It was a great dish. Like, it worked really well, like, all the flavors and everything. But also I think, like, showing her that I was going to tie in to, like, the hip-hop kind of thing and, like, we just instantly clicked. Like, it, I mean, it was perfect. Like, I was wearing a Wu-Tang hat every day of my life, still at that point. Not the one I got on now. She bought me this one because the other one was, like, ugly and worn out. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah, it just kind of worked out. I mean, I wanted to work in a place that was in Myers Park that played NWA and Public Enemy and, like, all that. We were so, so obsessed with Little Spoon around, like, you know, late 2012, 2013. We were there every weekend, and the lines were out the door. I we mean, didn't meet wild. each other until 2014, but... Well, when, when we first started so dating. So what, what year were you there? I'm so bad. Yeah, 2014. With, right. Yeah, it was right around that time. I guess I'm really right, bad with I years and times. How long were you there like, for? I was there for pretty much three years. I was there one year before Camino opened up in Plaza Midwood. The year, okay. the year that they were over there. And then pretty much the year of them coming from there into Little Spoon. So I was there three years. Yeah. I think that was Time 15 wise, to 18, probably. Something like that, I think. Yeah, so I, have, I was yeah. a little bit early. But yeah, yeah we right. were obsessed with it. We always, so we always loved the food at Little Spoon, but we always thought that the service was a little lacking. Well, it started out okay. Best bacon. And then <laughs> best bacon, best bacon in town, terrible. hands down. Um, but we just always, we always really loved the food. There was always cool I, stuff. The oatmeal. I think about all the time. Eight minute the cookies. Apples, yeah, eight minute cookies. Porridge. Yeah, I mean, the cookies. Those things are amazing, but God, love it, man. Putting those things in when you were in the weeds. Like, I know, like like a porridge. I bet you freaking yeah. hated that. How did you guys do that? Did the you have steel cut ready you had to the go? Hashtag yeah, we we par cooked and then like brought it back up with like okay, a that's coconut what I milk figured because that, that takes like stuff. Yeah, no, minutes. you got to par cook it. Yeah, no, yeah. people are not that patient of eaters yet in no. Charlotte. You can't do that to order. No. So what was the 
like what was your favorite thing to cook there? My favorite thing to cook there, um, or something that you developed there? Uh, I'd really like the sweet potato risotto that I did there. So it was sweet potatoes like fine diced and like cooked like a risotto style with coconut oh. milk. I, I thought that was that. really cool. A lot of people really didn't catch on to it because like they thought they were going to get like risotto risotto yeah. yeah and like you try to tell them like well anything that has a starch you can make a risotto Cook out of because it yeah. means to stir constantly you know but so that was one of my favorite things um i mean we did a, i did a lot of stuff with jamie swafford's produce mm-hmm. so anything that i pretty much i did a lot of vegetables at little spoon like i really got close with cooking with vegetables like i bought from boy and girl middle ground farms Jamie Swafford, like, um, new app I got into when Freshless opened up, I got into those guys. So anything that I was cooking that was in season, cause that was my first time really cooking with seasons and from like local. So pretty much anything that they had on their list. I mean, I made so much stuff at Little Spoon. The Goku Sean Brussels sprouts. Oh, I was thinking good, about though. that. I yeah. mean, that was kind of like, Love that was those. like my, that was just a thing for me to kind of be like, okay, like let's cross utilize Goku Sean because Alicia's Korean. So we had a lot of it. North Korean and, um, or South Korean? <laughs> South. Okay. Correct. Cool. Yes. That would be, it you probably would have been a different little spoon if it was uh, north. But a very south. little spoon. Less Wu-Tang. Yes. More my country is the best. Yes. That would have blared over like probably towards the reeds yeah. the whole time. Like it would have been like a battle. But um, so that was like just trying to figure out how to save money on food costs. Like, so I was like, all right, well, we got crispy Brussels sprouts on the menu. Like, let's just make a gokujan and just toss it in that and call it a day and that like blew up like wildfire oh yeah like, that used, just went through every time oh man like we couldn't keep up with that like it just from day one that just snowballed effect into something way bigger than i thought it was gonna be but they're awesome they're you know what little spoon had the first of too they had the first um point of sale system where you would check out at the table yeah oh yeah and you would like they would they would like wait for you to fill out the tip and I always thought that was really weird but now it's like everyone does that yeah everyone does it now I and know, I hate the person that came you. up with that like <laughs> whoever was the first person to invent that system like I'm, I don't like you because it's just like rapid fire like because yeah. if you think about it like servers have to go to a POS system so that gives you like a little bit of leeway for them to because oh, yeah. servers are great at just ringing it tables. they're going to ring it in all together no yeah. matter what it's inevitable no matter where you work on that kind of like a quicker restaurant so, like, having it right at the table, like, there was no waiting period. Like, it was just, like, every server from open to close on Saturday and Sunday, it was just, like... You're I back mean, in the kitchen, that ticket like, machine ding, just ding, went, ding, Oh, ding, yeah, ding. It, was, it was, like... <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I mean, blah, thank blah, God blah. we played loud rap music in the kitchen and then also outside. Because, <laughs> so be like, cursing. you just had to... Yeah, you had to... Like, it was... Yeah, there was a lot of curse words going on over there. Uh, would they tell the servers to, like, be a little holier than thou? <laughs> was that like part of what they're going for? This is a question that we've had a lot. No, I mean, um, they just I mean, I like think we it. did. I think we had good customer service. I mean, everyone has an off day, so I don't know if you had an yeah. off day or not. But um, I mean, I think we were kind of straight to the point. Like we, there was a lot of people that knew like their wines, their champagnes, things like that. They knew the food really well. But I think it was just such a fast pace and such like. I don't think people realize we ran with a pretty small skeleton crew. Like we had 
a small crew. Yes, yeah, so you'd have someone would have like four or five tables. Exactly. And, yeah. and um, I mean, it's a good and the bad, but I mean, I also think at the same time, like as far as serving, like we weren't the place that was going to like hold your hand and walk you through the menu and whatnot. Like, I mean, we're playing NWA. Like, it's like if you didn't it know it, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, after a while of like telling people, like, "Hey, you're going to get thick cut pay- bacon," and like it's pork belly cut like bacon, and then like people still like ripping you a new asshole because yeah. like they don't understand <laughs> they what the hell pork it. belly is. Was that a big I thing? Mean, oh, like, every day, every day. It was ridiculous. Uh, like, yeah, it was, like my dad couldn't get on board with that. Like when I we would, took him, yeah. see, that's I couldn't why explain I, it to him enough times. That's why I just couldn't be a chef because I yeah. would just. You'd made something like that and it's delicious and people would be like, but I want my, where my short little bacon? Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I'd be, you just I'd be like, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's what Reeds they made. is right across the street. That's no, what I'm they made uh, alcohol for. So <laughs> well, especially like there, cause you were getting like a lot yeah. of like younger people. And then I'm sure a lot of just people who lived in Myers park who were, but it was, it was a more traditional. Brunch. I mean, the people that got it, like they loved it. And like, yeah. I think it was kind of how, how we did it is how you kind of, talk to us and whatnot like if you came in and you were ready for it and you wanted to sit there and get plates and like drink pretty much if you wanted if you came in to drink we loved you so like even me because i mean i serve tables there too i help do everything like i would bust tables and do it all and like if you were just kind of standoffish i think we just kind of put you on the back burner but if you were like an engaging kind of person like that's when you really got the great experience like if you were dancing in your seat and like having fun like we saw that we connected with okay, those we need people. To dance. Okay, we're yeah, go you gotta dance. you gotta be in you gotta be you gotta be in it. It's a party. We're like, you gotta go in. I'm and you Jewish. Gotta pop the bottles. Dance. Yeah, we don't it's have all right. I mean, we'll try our best. It, I mean, you don't have to as long Would as this can be served or no. Yeah, yeah that's great. <laughs> okay, I mean, cool. my dance moves. I I don't. Some people say I got them, but I just don't really. Who give are these a fuck some people? Well, there was a two friends got married a couple weeks ago, and all my friends said that I never told them that I knew how to dance. Oh. And I was like, I don't know how to dance. I just don't give a fuck what you think about my dance moves <laughs> is what I think makes me a good dancer. Like, it's not that, like, I'm, like, Chris Brown, like, doing, or Usher, like, kicking water up in handstands. No. I just don't care what you think about what I'm doing. So. Well, I feel like that's a big turning point. I mean, if you're confident. just to dance. If you're confident dance. in anything in life, people aren't going to question you about it. Yeah. Like, if you just this is the way own it, like, people are going to believe that you're supposed to be doing that. Yeah. I tried that in basketball, though. It doesn't work. Oh, basketball? No, hell no. <laughs> you have <laughs> like, to actually just be good. No. They're like, you're short and white. No. And Jewish. I just play defense. I just played defense in high school when we had to do, like, basketball in gym. Like, yeah. I would only guard somebody and pass the ball. Like, I was not doing anything. You knew your role. Yeah, I knew my role. Like, I was not going to shoot the ball. I wasn't going to try to dribble the ball. I was going <laughs> to try to take the ball away from someone by pretty much fouling everybody. And then I was just going to throw the ball. I love it. Person. That's... Yeah, yeah. I was like Daria, but just basketball. Like I just put my hand out. Like da da da. That was pretty. Yeah, there. no. But um, no. Nah, back. I mean, I thought we had a. I thought we did it well, and I thought we had a really good serving staff. So I mean, maybe you were just standoffish when you came. Yeah, in, maybe man. it was us. I don't know. I I don't know. I just I do think there's something to like. I mean, did you come in and well, be like, oh, I got a drink out of a bowl? No, we love no, that. No, no, no. God, we love I love, okay. I love the hipsters. vibe. I love like <laughs> it felt like New York to me in there. Yeah. Like it had the New York yeah. thing. I just thought sometimes they 
we're like, how dare you come into my restaurant they and just, eat? So, and it, we're not talking once or twice. We're talking. Oh yeah. Well, five, I, six, I mean, cause we were in there like every week for a while, yeah. but I don't know. It was sort of, I think it might just some, you know what I mean? It's almost like, it's like a cool place. So they're sort of like, they're not like, you're not going to hold your hands. It's kind of making sense. I mean, I will me. say we had like some that I you probably should have like asked more... for versus some of the other ones. I mean, it's I like think... any place you going to have a couple bad apples, but if you would have got like, I Rachel or Monica or someone like that, like then you really we could pick them out of a lineup, but we don't. I think it was more that maybe it was just who you had. Maybe it was just short staffed, and it was just hard for them to. Well, we like I said, the, we had a couple of bad apples. So if you did get it was one a, of it the was, bad apples, it was like the same. There's like one chick in particular. We got her a lot, and it was always kind of the same situation. <laughs> so I wonder. Food, I remember actually you made a rice dish that puff you like. Rice. Yeah, the puff yes. rice yeah. that you barely. It yeah, was like really so that's crispy. So, good. so that was like a complete ripoff of Alicia took me on an R and D trip uh-huh. out to LA because I had never oh. been anywhere. Like I'd that's never awesome. traveled. Like I came from Georgia to here when I saw my family in New York, but until I worked at Little Spoon, like I never went anywhere other I have fam- family in Florida, so I've been there. But like I had never been out west. I went to Denver for my thirtieth and then after that when we were closed Excuse me. Alicia took me to L.A. and we went to Swirl, which that restaurant is nuts. And she had a dish on there that was a puff rice dish. And like as soon as I had it, I was like, can we do this at Little Spoon? And she was like, well, that's why you're here. Because like <laughs> I was like I, when I she took everyone on an R&D trip. So everyone that worked for her like got to go somewhere. That's pretty like, cool. I was going to have to go with her and all the girls, but I think she realized that I probably would have either freaked out and like wouldn't been able to handle it or they wouldn't been able to handle me. I don't know which one it would have been because four girls and me drunk and like having to deal with me probably. So yeah. we split and just, just me and Alicia. Yeah. Trip. So me and Alicia, it was like a quick 48 hour. Like we were there and like whirlwind That's around. That's really nice that she did our that faces for off. Oh wow. yeah. I mean, Alicia's amazing. Like she did a lot for us. Like she made sure that you knew that like she cared about like who was working for her. Yeah. So we went to Swirl and I just kind of ripped it off. I mean, obviously changed the components and all that kind of stuff, but it was just such a cool dish to have. Like I don't know, man. It was so amazing. I'm glad you liked it. That means a lot. Like yeah. that's awesome. There was and yeah, I don't well, know. Well, I just thought it was so what was what's cool about Little Spoon is there's stuff on there that like you can't get any place else in Charlotte. Like, yeah. It's out there. And that dish wouldn't have worked out without there. Swafford's uh, Mizuno greens that he was growing at the time. So that dish and those greens kind of like went hand to hand. Like I wouldn't have been able to do that the way I wanted to without some of the stuff he was growing. So, yeah. And it was the place where you know, I'd always get specials, you know, because normally I go with like what Anthony Bourdain said about specials, right? It's just crap they're trying to use up. But I always felt like your specials were really cool. Did you do the Israeli couscous with goat cheese? I don't know if you would remember this. It was like, it had like edible flowers. I don't know. It was just one of yes. my favorite things I yes. ever had there. We did do that. It had like yeah. a really nice vinegary, like, yeah, I, I think, just loved that dish. I mean, I kind of think that was the way to go. I mean, and I kind of think that nowadays that's kind of the way I would go. Like if you go somewhere and they're running like, we call them features. We don't call them specials features. for that yeah, reason. Right. Purposely. But um, I think if you go that route, that's kind of like. You kind of help the chef realize what to put on the menu, what not to put on the menu, or how I look at it. I won't speak for everyone, but that's the whole reason why I kind of do it. Because, I mean, your day is already busy as shit, and you don't really want to do extra. But that's an escape from, like, reality. You can push everything away, and you get to have fun and cook something and try something out. 
And then, like, if people buy it, like, I always ask people at Little Spoon as much as I could. Like, if they got a special, I would try to ask them what they thought about it. And I was a big fan of, like, criticism. Like, I want you to tell me what sucks and what doesn't. If you don't, I'm never going to get better at my job. So, like, people that are like, oh, yeah, it's kind of good or, oh, it's great, and then go, like, get on Yelp and just, like, trash you. Like, <laughs> you could have just told me to my face and we could have fixed it and I'll be better the next time you come, but you didn't. So, I mean, yeah, always go with the features. So you don't like, like people talking behind your back Oh, my gosh. Yelp? I don't care either way, man. I was the raised Pop-Tarts. in the South. Like, that's all we do in the South is talk behind people's <laughs> the backs. The Pop-Tarts. Remember those? Oh, yes. Uh, the, had the, a Pop-Tarts? Fade, the fade Pop-Tarts? Yes. Okay, so the Pop-Tarts, I will go ahead and say that I was not the best at keeping that going. Okay. Like, that was one of the things Alicia was like, hey, Pop-Tarts and baking and all that. And, fun. like, I did them. And, like, I was okay at it. I wasn't great. I had one cook, Hannah, that worked for me. And she was like, great. She could do it. She could knock it all out of the park. And like, we did it together and it was fun. And then after she left, it was kind of like, okay, now I got to get in here at like 4.30 to do this. And I wasn't great at it. And I actually went to Alicia's house one day and like, we had like a four hour, like baking seminar. And like she, cause she's like badass. She can bake, she can cook. Like she knows her shit. Like she's super talented. And I don't think a lot of people really know that she can cook as well as she can. So she taught me a lot of baking and made it easier. But I will say that, like, that was just one thing that I was like, I had to be in a really good place to be like, okay, we're doing Pop Tarts this weekend. You knew that you're in a good mood yeah. if someone saw that. Oh, on that the was video. good if we yeah. saw. Yes. Yeah. That was like, okay, he's in a, he's in a happy, <laughs> go lucky mood. He's in a great place. But I mean, it was cool to do that. Like, we did a couple of different versions of like pastries and things like that that were pretty oh, yeah. fun. But the Pop Tarts so were, I mean, they were bomb. They were just. Too good. See now, I want all my favorites. Okay, so from what? Little Spoon, the so what made toast. you Lee Willspoon go to Reed's? Uh, I actually went to Whole Foods for a year. South Park, right? No, I no. went down to Waverly because, like, I talked to Alicia okay. and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of over this. Like, I was like, I don't want to need cook. a break. Well, I just, I really didn't think I was ever going to do it again. Like, because back to talking about like getting out of Charlotte, I really wanted to leave. Like. And I knew I didn't have the money saved up to just, like, bounce and do something. So I was like, okay, like, my chef that worked at Nolan, Stephen Roth, and he also worked at Little Spoon. Stephen pretty much got me every job that I've ever had other than Reed's, this guy. Wow. So he was GM at Little Spoon and whatnot, and he left way before I did. And, like, he was working at Whole Foods, and, like, he was always talking to me about quality of life and things like that. So you get benefits. You get time You get benefits, off. and it's just less stressful. Like, the end of Reed's into, like, Little Spoon, like, I kind of got to a point where, like, I had some life shit going on. And, like, I mean, it's really easy to go down that I'm just going to drink it away. And, like, that shit doesn't help you. You think it does, but it doesn't. But it's, like, kind of the mentality of working in the industry is, like, okay, we got our ass kicked. We're just going to go drink. Like That's how we cope. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, once I sat back and, like, started thinking about it, I was, like, well, I miss my family and all that kind of stuff. Because I met my niece, Zoe. I think I met her, like, four times. She's 12 now. My nephew, Gabe, he's eight. And I met him once when he was not even one years old. So, like... I kind of left there because I just didn't care. Like, it was fun, like, building my name at Little Spoon. And, like, we were um, top 50 best restaurants and all that. And then after that, like, I kind of was like, I don't give a fuck about, like, people caring about me cooking on that kind of, like, I don't care. I want my friends to think I'm a good friend and my family members to think I'm a good friend versus being 60 and, like, me thinking if it matters if people think I'm a good cook or not. Like, 
I admire everyone that's still doing it, but like I just didn't want to sacrifice any more of what I'd done. Like I want to play disc golf with my friends and do all that kind of stuff. So I was smart enough to like kind of just say that I was going to pull out and like not waste Alicia's time with it. Like, and not stay when your heart's yeah, not in it. it exactly. Yeah. I mean, my heart was still in it, but I just knew that I wasn't going to be. I kind of felt like I hit what I was going to do there at that point of my life. Like, I didn't really think I was going to be able to do more or make it more than what we did. And they had a new guy coming in to do Kamita and all that. So, like, it was really hard for me to leave them because I love Kyle and Alicia. Like, they've done, I wouldn't be sitting in this room today if it wasn't for those two people, like, hands down. But, um, I was just ready to like get out and I thought I was going to move at Whole Foods and like I only worked 36 hours. I went to concerts all wow. the time. Like, So it's full time at thir- 36 hours? Like yeah. So get- our 30, our full time was, I think it stopped at 32. Wow. So even though I was like the equivalent to like a sous chef, like I was an hourly employee. So we couldn't get over 38 once I got on. They were like, I mean, they obviously tell you like, oh, we'll give you 50. We'll give you 55 to like be like, okay, we're going to give you more money than what we're really going to give you. But um, it was great. Like, I mean, I got to chill out, like just kind of slow down and really think about what I wanted the rest of my life to be cooking wise. Like, and then, I mean, it came into this lack of creativity. Like, I mean, I couldn't turn that part off. I could turn everything else off. And if I would have been in a relationship or like, had like trying to move into growing a family or something like that i probably would have stayed but since i'm single and my dog doesn't really matter if i'm home or not <laughs> like i was like you know what i'll get back into cooking again. still have that fire um, yeah and i mean reeds like jose from reeds and james that was a corporate chef they were calling me like nonstop. like every so many months they were like hey we want you to do this we want you to do this like we're opening a new Uptown store. We want you to do this. And I turned them down like three times. And then when we talked about South Park, it just kind of worked. Like when we all sat down in the room and like I talked to them about like, hey, like I'll get back in. I'll run the restaurant. Like I'll help you do that. But like I want to be able to have a personal life. Like because at Little Spoon, like I mean, Alicia's a small, she was a small business owner. Like I got to see everything, the numbers, all that. So like I and when she hired you, she was like, I want you to run it like it's your business. So I literally took a half a day on Monday, not because I was told to, but just that's, I mean, I ran it like it was my business. I was there every hour that that place was ever open. And now I, I mean, I just not going to do it until I have my own thing, you know? And I mean, I still work crazy hours at Reeds. I mean, I think I pulled like 65, 70 hours this week, but I can still walk away. And like, I have young people that are talented that I want to help give them the light. Like now I just want to put other people on, make other people kind of look good. And that's what Reeds gives me. Like I can still buy for my friends. I get to do really cool events still and all that, but it's kind of on my pace now. Like I don't feel like I have to be there every waking moment of my life and I can try to get my personal life a little bit more on track, but I still get to cook food that I want to cook. So that's how I got back to them was so what do you think's next? You've got like you've been doing you did the unpretentious palate dinner there. You had the the next plate dinner. You just recently did that like a couple weeks ago. That was Camp a North really End. fun event. And you were with was that with uh, Whitney Thomas, right? Wasn't she at that one or uh, no? Um, that was I did it with uh, Chef Quintana from Johnson and Wells. Oh, that was Stewart. okay. Yeah, the one and that I was used really to be pumped up. Dot dot dot. Yeah. yeah. 
I was pumped up to do it with her because we're both from Georgia. So, and I met her at like Girls on the Run charity event that I cooked at and got to go to once. So, that was a badass event. I really dug that one. But more like that, right or? now. Well, right now we're gonna get Reeds back into kind of doing their events because, like, when I used to work for them at Selwyn, me and Layla, the wine director there, and her husband Andrew, we're super close, and they were super like influential on me kind of getting to where i'm at because they used to own a restaurant in charlotte way back in the day i can't remember the name of it but um so i want to get back with her being able to do her wine dinners and kind of get back into that because even though that's a little bit more restricted i like to kind of do those like more kind of technical by the book since you're messing with wine and whatnot like i kind of can show my staff like the more technical side and like this is what a bernays is going to be this is what this is because i'm not usually that kind of a cook like i don't really call things by their name and i don't use technical terminology i'm like this is how you cook this this is the way you do it this is how i do it so you're going to do it my way it's not the right way but that's how i want it so i want to get back into the wine dinners and all that and just kind of coast through the holidays right now and take it easy i mean we're swapping we just swapped over the chef case and like started putting new items and stuff like that in and really changed that up and you'll start seeing more local things pop up in there and i'm really trying really hard to get like my farmers in there because we sell produce so i want to get some in try to sell it get people into eating with seasons and since we have the chef case like I think it's a good way to be able to show someone, like, here's a vegetable you don't know what to do with, but this is what we did with it. Like, buy this, taste this, and then you can buy the vegetable next time and do it. And since I'm already using it on the restaurant side of things, like, it's just easier for me to slowly integrate it in. And then also with, like, the retail, like, getting more local grains and things like that and just trying to get a little bit more back in the community. Because when I was at Whole Foods, I mean, I didn't really do anything. I played disc golf and went to shows and really missed doing these events and being tied back in. So I guess I just wanted to have more connection with community going into the holidays. And then maybe after the holidays, we gear it back up with all the cool community dinners and working with my friends and doing things like that. Maybe. I don't know. Do you take off on half price burger night? Do you schedule oh, hell that yes. off? Yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm out. Yeah, Deuces. I figure that's like a good night to Deuces. have your day off. <laughs> you just teach They're your team how to not, do that and be like, That's probably not, not going to be happy that I said Deuces. that, but um, they know how I feel about it. And uh, yeah. I mean, it's great. It's the awesome. The burgers are people, so good. People love it. People kill people it. But it. like when I did it at Selwyn. I would Selwyn, it a chef. Well, when I did it at Selwyn, like I was doing it like no lie. I'm not good with measurements. So you guys will be able to see my hands, not anyone else. But it was probably like a three foot to like maybe like, I don't know, like eight foot grill and i'm not bullshitting like it was like a legit like what you should camp on kind yeah of that's insane and i was doing like 90 burgers a night at that point and it doesn't yeah. seem a lot but when you can only do six at a time and like you go it's through intense. the mods and like i mean it gets wild yeah. man like there's yeah. <laughs> i mean it's most people are like dude you're just cooking burgers and i'm like i understand that but it's all like the different but this clientele like, like no mayo extra well, tomato oh man all kinds of stuff <laughs> and then like split like yeah. I in like a burger? my friend Joe really kind of gives me shit because like when I was there like on that pace like I was like way too nice 
So, like, I would cook one person's, and this is at Salwin. You can't do this at South Park for the people listening. Like, don't come to South Park Reads. We can't do it. We're way too busy. But I would cook, like, one medium rare and, like, one half well done. You would not. I would. That is very Just nice. Because, like, I mean, I was right there in front of people. Like, I mean, you can be a dick in the back and say whatever you want, but you're when it's you're right in front of people, like, you, you kind of, yeah. I mean, they're always right. The customer is always going to be right. And I do cook food because, like, I want to cook what the people want. And, like, I could gauge it a little bit better there, but, I mean, I still have nightmares about burger night. <laughs> burger night. <laughs> I mean, I'm there. Like, I've done them. I've done many of them. And I'm a firm believer. Like, I mean, the way I run my kitchen now is if someone wants a day off, like, I'll work your shift. Like, I don't want my cooks to make the mistakes I've made about missing out on things. Yeah. So if they were ever like, hey, I need this night off, like, I'll do it. I don't mind doing it. It's fun. It's busy. Like, it's a shift where you're quickly. in, you're out. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we got it down to a science. Like, it's an assembly. Like, it's good. But if I have my preference, hell no, I'm not there. <laughs> nah. I run the morning and I get out. I mean, it's just wild. Jason, do you have any closing questions before we do our recurring segment? So you mentioned you wanted to own a restaurant. Is that your ultimate goal? I have the idea that maybe I'm crazy enough to own a restaurant. But, like, if I ever open something up, like, it wouldn't be like a little spoon or something like what would that. It be like? like it'd be like a dirty dive bar mm. that was like maybe like 50 seats that slung higher end food like none of the ambiance nothing like that like plays good music you're drinking out of a red cup like you do at Moosehead, but like we're plating the food a little bit nicer just because I think like everyone it was my whole argument at I Johnson like that well so like well my yeah, whole argument like yes that. yeah and um I mean, that was my argument on Johnson & Wells. Like, they taught us, like, you got to do fine dining, you got to do fine dining. And, like, I mean, we didn't – I didn't grow up, like, struggling, me and my family. Like, I got whatever I wanted for the most part. Like, I didn't get – I didn't get a car when I turned 16. I got my grandfather's car that was, like, barely running. But, like, I just believe that, like, people should be able to have the best meal of their life no matter where they're eating. So I would like to do something that didn't have the nice china and all that, like – Here's your plastic cup. Here's like my grandma's plate or whoever donated. Well, I think the plate. that fine dining's gone. Yeah, like, I mean it's, it's definitely gone. It's it's a I mean, but not yeah, even like it, a I mean, dress code, like evolved. a dive bar feel with like oh yeah, high class like just dirty. That's like in yeah. now. dark, dirty spot. But like I don't want to be. I want something that's just going to get me to where I can live my comfortable life. Like I'm not ever looking to like have a Maserati or do anything like that. Like I just want to live my life and hopefully be able to do something that shows what about like a Porsche. Not even a Porsche. Like, I'm good with my Honda Civic. Like, I might one day buy a motorcycle or something like that, but I'm good. I'm with but you. I, I would, like work-life balance. That's like, yeah. huge, like, that is a goal for me. Like, I just like to, <laughs> yeah. you know, I like working, but I also I mean, like not working. I guess I feel like I kind of need to do it just because I've been away from my family so long that, like, I should do something that, like, hopefully if I was successful enough at it, that something that I could pass on. Yeah. Like, you know, like a brick sandwich house, like I'd be cool with something like that, but just putting out higher end food. So, I mean, I feel like I want to do it just for that. Like Charlotte needs it. Yeah. I mean, don't go to Greenville and do this shit. No, no, no. I I mean, I'm pretty much, I think I'm concrete and don't go to Raleigh. Like, I would never go to to Winston-Salem. No, I wouldn't go to Winston-Salem. Yeah, thank God. But I'm, I'm pretty concrete in charlotte i mean i got a good foundation i got a lot of friends a lot of people i've met over the years and i mean there's just so much badass food here now that i don't really have to go anywhere i mean i feel like we're there yeah i mean 
with what Chris Coleman and Paul Velcro and like all those guys and like Mike Knoll and I mean, hell, look at South Minister, the food that they're putting out over there, man. We're going to go mean, there one day when we dude, when we, we're we have ready. A, we, have so, a, yeah. we have a countdown plot to when we turn 55. We yeah. get in there. I yeah, can't no. wait. And if I move out of Charlotte, I mean, I can't walk into like Selwyn Pub and get a free beer because like I'm the chef next door, you know? Right. So you got to yeah. like... You put in your time all, here. Yeah, I put in my Might time well. here. Like I want my free beer from Moosehead or like something like that. You know? I want my little bit of... Little bit I've of waves, I I've never been to Moosehead, and I'm obsessed. You've I never lo- been to Moosehead? I Moose love Head? chicken wings. Wow, we, you need to change that like I, as quickly maybe as tonight. you can. You should go tonight. I mean, I'm going tonight. I'll be there oh, for sure. I love oh, after yeah. party. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely. What, recently, okay, okay, what's the thing to get at Moosehead? Like what flavors? Um, no, just hot buffalo, see, cause that's what I like. They'll probably get pissed, but I do Uncle Donnie's Toss and Killer Blacken. So I mix Uncle two. Uncle Donnie's and Killer Blacken. Yeah, Killer Blacken okay. is a little bit spicier. But Uncle Donnie's is like that. That's what they got. Like, what is that for. flavor? It's like a blackening, like seasoning, okay. like a Cajun rub. But Ooh. like they char them on the grill. It's done phenomenal. But I mean, you really can't go wrong. Like their PB and J, their like Thai peanut butter is really good. I like, know they have. See, but also don't there. sleep on like Moosehead because like Miguel, like he does these features like throughout the week that'll just blow your mind. I mean, you can go in on Friday and get like a ribeye or a prime rib for like 14 bucks. Like last Tuesday he did prime rib with scallops and whatnot. Like he does pad thai and like, Oh no, like he's, that's another thing where you got to go in and get like the features like Miguel. He's a sleeper in town. I really, I think Moosehead is probably like underrated. One of the biggest sleepers and like, it's already gotten way too busy because now they'll actually like on Friday nights, like take your name and like hold you a table. And I kind of don't like that. It's gotten that busy. Cause I really love like snaking, like yuppies tables. Like when yeah. they were like <laughs> drinking too much and not paying attention. And then me you and my friends just walk in and just sit down and we're like, sorry, dude, like it sucks for you. But now you can't do that. Cause like they take your name and like, do all you live that. over by there? No, nah, I live in a uh, Plaza Midwood. I live by loopies. So I spend a lot of time at loopies. I've never been to there. loopies, but you I know they, have, they have Cincinnati chili. Wow. I feel like, I feel like we're going to Moosehead tonight. I know we might. We'll you see. You got to change. We got. I know we yeah. have a lot of places. You should de- we should definitely make Moosehead tonight up. happen. Okay. I mean, okay. It's we were Moosehead's made- great. We're gonna you take can't. this offline. Um, All right. So, what's the best thing that you ate or drank this week? Can be something you had out, something you cooked. Oh, could be shit. a fun cocktail. Best thing could be I a ate PBR. or drank this week. Man, I really didn't eat anything good this well, week. Well, Jason can go first uh, to give you some think time. All right. If you yeah, want. you go first. Okay. So I went to. New Jersey, because my uncle died. He was ninety. <laughs> wow, way to bring down the wow. He had, a, wow. he had a great life. <laughs> All right, he was. A, mm. So it wasn't a sad funeral. No, it was. It was a celebration of life, in my opinion. Yes, and he he, he lived in uh, Monroe Township or something. But you know what they're known for in New Jersey is Taylor ham, egg and cheese on a roll. That's like the New yeah. Jersey like and deli apparently you're staple. You're not supposed to call it a pork roll. You're supposed to call it Taylor ham. Well, apparently no, no, there's no, no, a debate. No, no, I don't no. Know. Well, no, the people from New Jersey call it a pork roll. Or maybe it's okay. the where you are in New Jersey. I don't know. But Taylor, so how was I'm it? I'm from the South. I'm from there. Um, it was very good, and you just can't. I sound like my dad now, but like the bagels in New York and like New Jersey. Poppies is the closest, in my opinion, in Charlotte, but you just can't get the bagels We use like poppies that. at Reed's oh, yeah. for our breakfast. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yep. This poppies. is the closest thing you can get to New York, but it's so good. So if you're ever in New Jersey, go get yourself a pork roll or a Taylor ham sandwich. Amen. What about you, Chef? You, All you right. Know? So mine is, it was actually last night. 
Um, we were getting our ass kicked last night at Reeves. We had a concert there. So one of my line cooks made chicken parm. I mean, I love fried chicken. Oh. My Instagram name is fried chicken sandwich. Oh, I so meant like, to talk about that. You have the yeah. best Instagram name. Oh, I didn't oh, know that was you your Instagram that. name. Yeah, my Instagram name is fried chicken sandwich. Oh, that's so. like someone's going to offer you money for that. I, I mean, I'm really hoping so because I get tagged in a lot of <laughs> crazy sure. stuff. For sure. That's amazing. Like if you, if you hash, it's hashtag, right? Not pound. So hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you do that, like I'll, I'll see it. So like I get shit. to see a lot of weird shit. Fried but, chicken is so, so smart. <laughs> He made one, and while we were getting our ass kicked, he was talking about, Daenerys was talking about how he, like, wanted a salad, and he was going to eat healthy, and then he made that because it was quick, and I knew he was, wasn't was going to eat it all, so I just snaked, and I crushed it, and, like, really, I didn't eat that much this week at all, but that was, like, the best thing I had out of the whole week, because, one, I didn't have to make it, Yeah. one, it was just the quickest thing I could get to, and, like, it just made my move for the rest of the night, like... Perfect. Because we were both, thing. well, we were both at the point where we were going to crash. Like we hadn't ate all day. We were both on doubles. And Hangry. I mean, now I sound like an asshole, but I snaked his fried, <laughs> I snaked his chicken parm. Did he and get it was, to have it any great. of it? He had like a quarter of it. Like yeah. I ate the whole thing. Most of it. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, yeah, that was the best thing I had this week. It saved my Saturday for sure. Chicken wow. parm, you taste so good. Oh, yeah. That's mm. right. <laughs> well, <laughs> week ago, I haven't eaten much good this week either. I've been eating at home did, a lot. but Yeah, I did a horrible job of eating this week. Just like, I had like, <laughs> I literally last night, Jason had to work. I, I had melted cheese. I do this a lot. I just put cheese in the microwave and eat it with a fork with a lot of Frank's hot sauce <laughs> oh, on it. I mean. Because the cheese I, gets like a hard, I don't know. Yeah. What's, that te- what's the technical term for that, Chef? <laughs> Is there a technical term for melting cheese in a microwave? Um... <laughs> <laughs> tempering? I don't yeah, know. I tempered you that tempered? shit. You yeah, tempered that shit. I don't know. You tempered so, Don't feel bad. I mean, that's what I other eat. than that, I ate Jersey Mike's and Sauce Pizza Jersey Factory back good. and forth because they're right next to me. So oh, yeah, don't feel bad. And I ate a lot of pimento cheese and jalapeno chips. So. I'm always down for pimento cheese. But we yeah. went to, uh, with Lainey, um, went on our dessert tour. Um, she told me about that. It was awesome. Best thing I drank is I finally opened up the bottle of whiskey she gave me Whole, on is my it the birthday. Same thing, the one? It was the Quint. Uh, someone is it whiskey made pig? No, yeah, whistle pig. That's what is it was. It? it might be. No, I can't it, remember. That's not made in China. I drank a lot of it, but I didn't really look at the label <laughs> that much. But it was great. The, well, the one she like, I don't even like whiskey, and the one that she brought us like changed my mind about whiskey. This whistle pig. I mean, it was like tasted like Christmas. Yeah, I don't. I, th- I want to say it was like Quinn's or something like that. She's I had to get back the whiskey to you master. On this yes, she is. But I opened that the other day. And that was the best thing I drank by far. I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. Yeah, well, that, that I was, guess that's... Obviously, I, I forgot that I drank it. Really? But, yeah, I know. I had... Yeah. That goes right, like, hits you hard. But oh, yes. I had a burger and fries from the Asbury, which Jason was really jealous because he didn't really have a foundation because we did a dessert tour. And we he ate didn't, so much dessert, Ryan. I thought I was going to die. I knew See, I, I needed saw her a at Sweet Lou's, and she told me she was going to go do that with y'all. It's fucking epic. she came by there first. I know, and, and they had that guest guy. I didn't even know he yeah, was there. Yeah, they had Brian in town. She so missed it. I was so we missed mad. it. Yeah, I hung out all night with them, and then came back and thought I was going to eat food, and then had to help Louis shuck oysters all night. Oh, no. Just kidding. I wasn't mad about it. He <laughs> gave me all the cheeks of the pig, so it was totally oh, worth shucking the oysters. So. Oh, wow. That's a good man. Yeah. That Lewis. Yeah, but the Asbury burger is freaking phenomenal. And I mean, like the burger and fries, like I ate the whole freaking thing and it was giant and the cheese was so crispy. It was like an egg. Did I talk to it? Was this my thing last week? No, we didn't get to that because. Oh, yeah, because the thing cut off. <laughs> okay. The card. I've been. Th- yeah, I already yeah. told Ryan about <laughs> but this. But don't worry. But I've been we've just got, been thinking about it. So, See how much so time much. we have left. We've got 20. 
two hundred days, three hours, and four I minutes. I think we're left. gonna make. Oh, it. I think we're gonna be okay, right? Yeah, now. I think. But anyway, go get the burger and fries at the Asbury. Okay, so we can find you. Uh, on Instagram at, at fried chicken sandwich. Yes. <laughs> okay. Best. Oh, and you have yes. a different Twitter. That's I don't have Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. Don't, oh, I do think I have a Twitter, yeah. but I could not tell you what the hell it's, it is. But it's something like that. It's not fried chicken. I think it's, it's like, fried lamb chops. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Cause you my email, good names. well, my email is fried lamb chops. So like when I throw okay. that out of the people, they're like, what? That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, fried lamb chops. And so. what's Reed's? Is it at Reed's South Park? They have two? Uh, I'm just have one? Ryan Allen at Reed's South Park. At Ryan Allen And which Reed's sucks South is Park. we have a butcher named Ryan, and, like, everyone just thinks that my email is going to be Ryan, even though this guy's worked there for, like, four years, so he just gets flooded with my emails. Because, <laughs> like, people just, That's like, funny. I meet, they're just like, oh, Ryan, and, like, he just gets, he has to spend half his day photo. Everyone go to too. South Park, though. Yes. Check out. Yes, please come by. Ryan, and Check you'll out see him all at the Moosehead. Doing. If he's yeah, yeah you'll definitely see him. me at Moosehead <laughs> or someone pub. Well, thank you two. for coming and spending some time yeah, with us on this fabulous Sunday. Oh, this was my honor. This was my first podcast. And we didn't even, we got so much more to talk. I know. Hell yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. If there's, uh, and there's so much more, we didn't even get to your grandfather. Like, you had so many cool stories. Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we'll have to have you back we'll now that sure we got all the back. we got all the back. I kind of got diarrhea of the mouth, and we went off about like WWE and that's all what we prefer. Of, I mean, it's more great. diarrhea. I, than no. yeah. Everyone have okay. Everyone come be, in with diarrhea. When you listen mouth. to this, I will be running the Chicago yes, Marathon. Yes, cheer for Jason. No, I might be dead. He's gonna be in a hurting state this time next week. At a hurting state. Why would you even do that to yourself? Because we're going to Alinea that night. That's why. Uh, well, that only. night he's going to be you're, like, mess. wait, well, wait, you're going to run a marathon. And then that's the night you choose to go eat at Alinea. <sighs> Look, it's not ideal. How did you, why, why would you now? I, we wanted to get seriously don't have words for this Friday. But it's, it's a, whole, Oh, it was like, you just, it was like, okay, we we're got. going, this is what we're going to yeah. get. Yeah. Dude. It's okay. If you don't finish. Like, if you don't finish a marathon, don't feel bad because you're going to win in life because you're going to Alinea. Yes. yes. So, like, don't cramp up so bad that you can't make dinner, dude. Uh, like, don't worry. More so, only time I will tell you that it's okay, okay yeah. to quit something in life. Right. right? Yes. Or just walk it out. I will literally walk have to be dead to not make Alinea. I will make it. <laughs> yeah, don't he will. You worry. I, I, I will take saying. him in a wheelchair if we're not. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll so, fly. I Call me. I'll yeah, fly up and make sure that you. Or I'll just replace you. I'll just snake you. Like I did the chicken farm and I'll just come in. And, and take Jason's your spot. just outside. Yeah, he's wind. just outside, <laughs> like <laughs> with his little medal. Like I finished. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. like go yeah. to Pequod. Like, All right, see you later. All, All right. right, so everyone have a great week, and then we'll we're back next week with another guest, so many which we will not guests. name. It's secret, secret, secret guest. <laughs>